0: Welcome to the 5 for 2 podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey guys. So you can probably tell from the title of this lovely episode that it's going to be about mindset, but it's going to be about overdoing the mindset work. And before all the mindset coaches come for me, (laughs) because I am a career and confidence coach, so I still deal with a lot of mindset. We're heavy on the mindset and the confidence, but you can do too much mindset. You can do so much mindset work that it then itself becomes its own limiting belief. Because you now believe that if you don't do a month's worth of mindset work or two months worth of mindset work or three weeks worth of mindset work, you can't actually take action and move towards your goals and it will slow you down. So there is such thing as overkill. Too much of anything, I don't care what it is, too much of anything can be a bad thing. So (laughs) I want to dive in. First of all, I want to thank my lovely client because this whole topic came about from a conversation that we were having over in Voxer. For anyone who doesn't know what Voxer is, Voxer is basically a messaging site. It's a bit like WhatsApp, but it's not because it's a walkie talkie. You can listen to the person talking in real time. You can send messages. You can do voicemail, like I said, but the voice note is real time. So if someone's talking into Voxer, I can be listening at the exact same time they're talking and then I can talk back so we can have a whole conversation. My clients send me pictures, images, documents, whatever they need. So it's basically on-demand support that we have in between our coaching sessions. So while I was supporting a client, she was doing Voxer only coaching because she wanted an extra two weeks. She didn't want a face-to-face, like a session. She just wanted online Voxer support. So she is so good at articulating what's going on in her head and in her heart, which makes for the perfect coaching person, like the perfect coaching client she will let you know exactly what she's thinking and exactly how she's feeling, and exactly what is going on. And at the time she let me know that the work she wanted to do on job applications, just to give you some insight, she came to me because we've made, we've worked together a couple of years ago and I helped her change career and make a lot more money than she'd ever made before. And she wants to make another career change. Again, she wants to earn some more money because it's going to help with her with the other priorities that she's now put in her life, the other goals that she set for herself. She said, three weeks, I want an interview booked so that I can, you know, get this stuff moving, get going. I'm ready to do something more remote. So she had a list of what she wants to do. However, when she sits down to do applications... Firstly, she doesn't enjoy it, which is fine. Like there's always a part of something you don't enjoy. She's really good at networking. She's great at speaking to people. But for some jobs, maybe you reach out to people and they don't reach back out and you need to send your CV or send the application. It's just a part of the process. I've helped her put her CV together, but obviously there's also job applications sometimes. So sometimes you have to fill out the application and attach your CV. Now she's got me in Voxar, so if she's ever stuck, I can talk her through it. But for her, it's the actual just doing it. She's not inspired. She's not wanting to do it. And when she gets like that, she says it's in her body and her nervous system. She just, something is making her repel it. So she needs to go and do the mindset work. And within that, she does a lot of different mindset, meditating, journaling, EFT, like so many different things. She self coaches. She's had so many, so much coaching herself, therapy, all different types of things that she's so good at actually coaching herself out of situations. She doesn't always need someone to coach her. But even within that, when we were talking, I was saying to her, are you frustrated because you're spending so much time on the mindset work? It's one of two things. Are you applying enough pressure? Because you said you wanted this goal, you wanted to book interviews over the next three weeks, but you haven't applied for the jobs. So how will you book an interview in the next three weeks? You've done a little bit of networking, but you're not networking every day. So again, how in the next three weeks will you get a job? And she was like, but I have to do the mindset work. Otherwise, I can't force myself. I don't want to sit at a desk and force myself to do something because that's not going to get me a result either. And this is where we both got into our conversation because I was like, no, you can't force yourself. But at some point you have to make yourself do the thing, whether you enjoy it or not. And actually going away and only doing the mindset work and then not taking action after the mindset work. That doesn't work because you're literally just mindset work after mindset work after mindset work. Oh, this doesn't feel good. I need to work through it. This feeling doesn't feel good. I need to work through it. Okay, we've worked through it. Now what? Because the truth is you never remove a mindset block. It never totally is removed. It is shifted. So you can shift into a new thought. Absolutely. You can shift out of one negative thought to a new thought. And that now becomes your new mindset or your new belief system. But you don't remove it before you take action. Because if that was the case, sometimes it takes months, years to remove deep seeded mindset blocks. So if you're just going to do mindset work until you feel good enough to take action, you will never take action. Literally. If you are going to wait until you feel perfect, and that's what it is, it's perfection. It's looking for perfect. I need a perfect mindset before I can take action. But when we got talking, that's not what she was saying. She was saying, I need to get up and I need to do something. I need to journal. I need to do affirmations. I need to take a walk. I need to do EFT tapping. I need to do something to to shift my mindset. And my response to that is you need to take action. And action doesn't mean, oh, force yourself to sit at the desk and do the applications. No, action means sometimes taking yourself away from the thing that's really hard and going to do something else. Go and live your life. There are always two things we should be doing, applying pressure to our goals and living life. Our whole life isn't just working towards our goals. Sometimes when you go out with a friend, go get some good food, hang out with your kids, have a day that's just you, go to work, like your day job, whatever it is, you get out of this, I need to do this application, I need to do, and you start to feel better. When you feel better, it's easier to then go back and do that job application. But if you just say, right, I'm going to step away, do the mindset work. And if it takes me seven months, I'm going to do the mindset work until then and then go back. That's not going to work. If it's, oh, I'm going to do like do something that helps my mindset for, for the next couple of hours. Amazing. That two hours might turn into the whole day. That's fine. Tomorrow, get back on it. Get back to sitting down and doing the thing you need to do to get the result you want to get mindset work is the foundation it is the key I want to be really clear on that nothing moves in life without the mindset work before we even get into this topic I just want to be really clear mindset work is the foundation it is the key to everything you want to happen in your life it's the key to achieving your goals so I don't want you to feel like this episode is saying that mindset work doesn't work because if I believe that I wouldn't be where I am today, mindset work is the foundation. A lot of the time, the reason why you feel frustrated, you feel like nothing is getting done. You feel like you're jumping through hoops and you're doing all the work. You're putting in all the hard work, but you're still not getting results. is because the energy behind your actions is all the way wrong. And I'll say it again, the energy behind your actions, which means the mindset and the belief, the confidence behind the actions isn't there. So the actions aren't working. So never think that I believe that you don't need mindset work. You always have to work on your mindset. If you haven't worked on your mindset and you haven't worked on your beliefs, you're not going to get the results you want. If you don't even believe that you can get the thing that you're going after, or you haven't worked on how you will deal with situations when they don't go exactly to plan, you haven't built up your confidence, you haven't built up your belief, and you don't have any self-trust. That work always needs to be done consistently. A lot of people come to me and they're like, I've done this. I've had 10 interviews and I'm not getting any offers. And yes, there is a technique to answering questions, but it starts off with building your belief that you can do the thing that you're going after, the job, the career, the industry starts off there, starts off with your belief, your mindset, and then we have to take action. But what I will say, I see a lot of people, the thing I see people doing all the time. The thing I see people doing so often that kills everything is mindsetting themselves to death. Their only focus is the mindset work. They're spending so much time doing the affirmations, doing the daily mindset, doing things that they say feel aligned. So only doing things that feel good, feel easy, feel comfortable, that they're, they're leaning more towards the things, and we all do that. That's human. They're leaning more towards the things that come naturally to them. And they're doing, like I said, the daily mindset, the models. If you've been in coaching, you know what models are. They're doing the self-coaching. They're doing affirmations. They're journaling. They're meditating. They're doing EFT tapping, but they are still frustrated. All these things are necessary, but why are they still frustrated? Because they're feeling their feelings. They're working through them, but then they're not following up. And that's the problem. There's no follow through they're not taking action from that new amazing mindset. When you've done all the work, you've journaled, you've done your affirmation, you now have to step into the things that you're talking about. If we're saying, I want a new job that pays more money, we have to actually go and apply for that new job. You cannot just do mindset work. It it isn't possible. You cannot think your way into a new job. You cannot sit there and journal your way into a new job. I don't care how magic you are at manifestation. You cannot sit in your I cannot be sitting here right now recording a podcast and say a million pounds land in my bank immediately. I have to take some sort of action to create that. And one thing I will say that I've seen is you can't think your way into anything. Like I said, I've literally never seen anyone just sit in a spot and keep thinking and keep having a great mindset and feeling confident and feeling amazing and then get a result ever. But I have seen someone's strategy. And bulldoze their way (laughs) into getting a result. I've seen someone action their way into a result. Like they didn't have a great mindset, but they took action. They did the things that they've been told to do and they created a result. I've done that. I'm not gonna sit here and say to you guys I've always had the right mindset. I've been working on my mindset over the years. And what's happened is the better my mindset has got, the quicker my results have been because when you spend time just bulldozing your way, just taking action, taking action, taking action, one of two things happens. Either you get a result, but a result you didn't really want, or you get the result you wanted, but it was hard as hell because you had to work for it because you didn't have the right mindset. You had to push past all your limiting beliefs. But like I said, I've seen people with bad mindsets still get a good result. I have never seen someone with a good mindset not take any action and get a result. You can have the best mindset in the world. If you don't take the action that goes with that mindset, you won't get a result. And to be honest, if you've got such a great mindset and your mindset work is really working, it will compel you to take action. Good mindset work makes you feel good, but then compels you to take action and action towards the goals that you've set, not just to the goals that feel good or comfortable, but to all the goals, even the stuff that you don't enjoy. So for me, a good mindset practice is You're sitting down to do a job application, for instance. You're not enjoying it. It's not working. You're doing all the things, but it's just, you can't, you can't get in the right headspace. Get up, go do something else. Go live your life. Get that energy out of your body. But guess what? In a couple of hours, go back and sit down in that chair and try and make the application. If it still doesn't work, get up, go do something else. Figure out what helps you shift your mood. I like to sing. I like to listen to some real Bashment music, <laughs> some hip hop, maybe some R and B, whatever it is. I like to listen to some music and feel like I am that bitch. And once I get into that headspace, oh, there's no stopping me. Whether I enjoy the thing or not, I'm gonna go and do it if I know that it's gonna help me get a result. But you have to know how, what shifts you. Does going for a walk shift you? When you've gone for a walk and you come back, you're like, oh, okay, let me just get this done. Let me just do this application. Then that means you've shifted the negative energy. But don't avoid. Avoiding is a limiting belief. Avoiding means you have a poor mindset because if you're saying you want something, but you're not taking the action necessary to get it, what's your block? What mindset block have you got? There's already a block there. So even though you're mindsetting yourself to death and you're doing all the meditations, you're doing all the journaling, you're going for all the walks, you're still not compelled to take the action. Sometimes you just have to get up and go. Sometimes you just take action. Sometimes you have to just suck it up and do the job application. Because guess what? When you book the interview, you're going to be happy. Because that's the goal. You want to book interviews to get the job. When you land the job that's paying more money, when you get into the new industry, sometimes you just have to take action. Sometimes you have to say, I've done the mindset work and now I have to trust that I've done enough of it that I can get this done. But don't forget, if you have the right mindset in the first place, the results of your actions will always be quicker and better quality. So I will never dismiss the mindset work because you just can't. When I'm working with my clients in my coaching program, Create Your Own Lane, even though I'm teaching them all the steps and all the action that they need to take, we have to do mindset work. Because the truth is, you can learn all the things. I can tell you how to do all the things. I can tell you how to do an amazing interview. I can tell you how to negotiate. But if you don't have the right mindset, you're just not going to do it. Or you're going to half-ass it. And that's why I talk about the energy behind it. When your energy behind something is negative, the mindset behind it is negative, you will never do it to the best of your ability. So we have to work on mindset because like I said earlier, it's the foundation. But we can't spend all our time on mindset because we will not think our way into a new job. You will not think your way into 30k pay rises. You will have to take action to get those things. The mindset work is to regulate your nervous system and how you feel. It is to help you have a belief in yourself that you can do something, but then you actually have to show up and go and do that thing. So that you can show yourself that it's possible. Sometimes the only way to strengthen a belief, like when you're doing the mindset work, you're trying to create a new belief, but to to strengthen that belief and to make your brain believe that it's true, you have to take action to confirm it. Simply put, you do the inner work so that you can get the outside results, but you can't get outside results unless you move, unless you go, unless you do the thing. Sometimes that is your only job. Sometimes your only job is to go. It's not to sit on the thoughts. It's not to dwell on the thoughts. It is to get up and go. Because what happens when you do the mindset work and you feel more confident and you're happy, but then you're in the same place you were last year or last month? What now? You feel great. You're saying that you've strengthened your mindset. You're doing all these mindset practices, but you're still not taking any action to get where you want to be. And the truth behind that is that the mindset work you've done isn't enough. The mindset work isn't right because it hasn't compelled you to take action. So then what you have to look at is maybe I just need to take the action first. I have to act as if I've spoken about this before in a podcast. When you act as if, if I decide that the future version of me gets things easily, people love to meet her at interviews and offer her jobs. Then current me has to apply for those jobs. So I have to be her before I'm actually her. I have to take action from a place of I'm already her. And when I apply for this job, I'm going to get shortlisted and I'm going to book the interview. But the first step is actually making the application, whether you're enjoying it or not. The first step for anyone listening to this who has not updated their CV, go and update your CV. Make your CV better so you can get into better rooms. There is no point in practicing your interview skills if you're not even getting into the right room to be able to show them off. The truth is when we're doing all the right mindset work and we still feel frustrated, it's because that work didn't push you out of your comfort zone. It didn't push you far enough out of your comfort zone for you to create change. Good mindset work will push you to want to create change and want to take the action, even when you're scared. And sometimes that feels like you're forcing yourself, but it's about a happy balance. It's easy for us to naturally want to go and do the things that we enjoy. But avoidance of an action that you know will help you get to a goal is a limiting belief within itself. And I'm going to give you a real quick example of why I believe <laughs> that you can mindset yourself to death. And actually, sometimes you just need to take action. 100%. I'm going to tell you about what, like, when I was bullied. I talk about this on another episode as well, but I want to talk about it real quick here. I was bullied in primary school, hard. I got called the N-word, blacky this, whatever, hair pulled, clothes ripped. I got punched, kicked, beat up every day by these three specific girls. And this story is about how I stopped getting bullied. I did not get a new belief because my belief was basically that I'm not strong and that I'm weak and that's why I get beaten up. And that's why every day I got beaten up for almost three years. Let me just be clear. This was almost three years of my life. So from the age of about what seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So from about seven till ten. You know how it stopped? My mum found out. I kept coming home with ripped clothes and I kept making different excuses. And then one day she came to pick me up and she came a bit early and she saw me getting bullied and she asked me what was going on. And I told her and she said, so all these years you've been getting bullied. And basically I broke down, I cried, I told her. <laughs> she did not give me sympathy, guys. I just want to be clear. Black Caribbean mom in the in the like 90s, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, <laughs> simply said to me, why do I feed you? Why am I making your back strong? It's a very West Indian saying, why am I making your back strong for you to get beat up? Look at the size of you. That's what she said to me. And she didn't mean like, wait, she meant tall. Cause I was always really tall. When I say tall guys, I was probably about five, five in primary school, like real tall. because I started high school and I was like five foot seven and I was 11 years old. So real talk, I was taller than teachers in school. And they used to like say to me, Adele, you're really tall, you you reach the t- top shelf? And this was in primary school. They thought I was going to be like six foot. My dad is like six two. Thank God my mom's sh- short jeans, helped stop my growth. Like I stopped growing at like 13 when I was like, I'm five foot eight and a half just for reference. So I stopped growing. I got measured at 13 and I haven't grown since, but can you imagine five foot eight and a half at 13 years old? Everyone's really short except for the boys. My mom's like a five foot three tiny woman. Oh, but her mouth is loud and she will fight. (laughs) She's Jamaican. Don't play with my mom. So she was like, what am I feeding you for? She said to me, if you go back to school, if you come home and your clothes are ripped or I find out that you've been hit by any of those girls, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yep. That's my mom. Love her to death. There was a reason behind what she said. And I'll probably go into that more later, but there was a reason she said that. And she didn't hug me and cuddle me. And she rather said to me, defend your damn self because I don't feed you for no reason. And guess what? I was so scared of my mum. I'm more scared of my mum beating me. I went back to school. Remember three years of being bullied. I went back to school and I beat each one of those girls one at a time over the next three days. Not never again did any of those girls put their hands on me. And I'm not saying to you they didn't fight me. I'm like nine years old, 10 years old. I was like 10. So I'm 10 years old. Every single one of them tried to fight me back because obviously they've been bullying me for three years. I beat the absolute shit out of them. Why? I was fighting for my life because I knew that I would go home and get beaten. And that was not my life. I was not about to go home and get my ass kicked because I wasn't willing to kick someone else's ass. So no, I didn't get a new belief. But guess what happened? After I was able to kick their ass, before that, I just always thought I wasn't strong enough. After I kicked their ass, I then believed I was strong enough. So I built a new belief from taking action first. So there is no one in this world that can tell me you cannot take action and then that cannot create a belief. You do not always have to do the mindset work first. Sometimes you just have to get it done and allow for that to create the new belief in your body. I did not, get a new belief and then have the ability to beat them up. My new thought, the only belief I got was that my mum will kick my ass. (laughs) It was fear. (laughs) It was, they tell you not to take action from a place of fear. Guess what? The fear of God of my mum is what made me able to stand up for myself. And guess what happened? I got a new belief that day, but it was actually my mum's belief. My new belief was that I could beat up anyone smaller than me (laughs) because she had said to me, why are you this big? And then I went and beat them up and I realised, oh, I can beat up anyone smaller than me. But that didn't help me in the long run, because I ended up getting one more bully just before high school. I got one more bully and she was the year above me. So she was bigger than me. So even though I'd beaten up these three girls and I wasn't getting bullied by them anymore, I still had this other girl who decided one day that she was just going to pick on me. And the problem with that was I, d- I wasn't bigger than her. So I didn't believe I could beat her. Fast forward. And eventually she had me in a corner and was punching the shit out of me. And I just literally punched her square in the face. Her nose started to bleed. And guess what? A new belief was formed. It don't matter if you're bigger than me, if my back is against the wall, I can beat the F out of you. But that new belief again came from an action. But the first belief came from me taking action. And this is why I'm saying: you will mindset yourself to death. You will sit around hoping that this mindset work is going to help you when actually you have to sometimes do the things that you don't enjoy. One of the things my client said to me that really sat with me and gave me a brand new thought, she said. I don't want to do things from a place of hardship and struggle anymore because my life has been hard. I want to be a woman who things come to with ease. Ease is her word. She That's a strong word. She, that's her word for the year, I feel like. 2023, she's in the year of ease. She's manifesting things and things are coming much easier and quicker to her. My word of this year was boss. Beginning of this year, I decided boss. Every move I make, I'm going to be in boss energy. I'm not in apprentice energy anymore. I'm in boss energy. That's who I am. She wants to show up with ease. And I suddenly thought the truth is she doesn't prefer ease. And if she's listening, love you, but you don't prefer ease. You prefer pressure and desperation because you said that you cannot sit at a desk and push yourself to do something because you've tried that before and it doesn't work. But if I take your job away tomorrow, if you lose your job tomorrow, I bet you will sit at that desk and apply for applications because why now you're in desperate energy. Now you need pressure. To get it done. And the reason I had this thought was because I work well under pressure. I like pressure. Pressure helps me get stuff done. And I realized I hadn't recorded a podcast episode last week and I was waiting to get the download. And instead of trying to put myself into a better mood, I was waiting and I was in this waiting energy. And I realized the only reason I don't apply pressure all the time in my business is because I have a whole nine to five. If I make no money in my business this month or I make less money than normal, (laughs) my nine to five will pay my bills. But I bet if you took away that nine to five, my butt would get up, do record the podcast episodes, do the networking, make sure I'm putting out email marketing, make sure I'm doing content so that I can attract new clients. There is no way I wouldn't do that because I would be scared because I would be like the only way I'm going to get money is through my business. So that means I thrive off of pressure. That's not a good thing. That's not ease. For my client, if you're saying you want ease, wait until the pressure's on is not ease. That's desperation. But if you're in a job now, like she's comfortable now, she has a job, but she really don't enjoy that job. Instead of wait until you hate the job, instead of waiting until your boss, your toxic boss is extra toxic and now you're desperate to leave, why not do it from a place of relaxed and chilled and step back? This job I got recently was literally from the best place of ease because for the first time I felt safe. I didn't work for three months, but my business was carrying me and then I got another job and I got a part-time job at that. I have never felt safe to get a part-time job, but I did it from a place of ease, not a place of desperation. If you tell me you prefer ease, but you avoid the action that will get you to the place of ease, the truth is you like pressure. Because if you say to me, Adele, I can't sit at a desk and force myself to do things I don't enjoy. But then if you get sacked tomorrow, you will sit at a desk and force yourself to do things you don't enjoy. It means you have the ability to do things you don't enjoy. You have just created a belief in yourself and in your body that tells you I can't do hard things. When actually, if you lose your job tomorrow, you'll do hard things. I know you can because I know that she also got married redundant last year and she had a new job in no time. Why? Because she had no choice and the pressure was applied. That is not ease. Ease is having a job and already feeling comfortable but not enjoying the job and going out and finding another job, not waiting till you're going to be made redundant or you're going to be sacked or your boss is so bad to you and so mean to you that you physically cannot show up at work anymore. You're just done. And now you're in a place of desperation because you need something else to pay the bills. That's actually from a place of struggle. And a lot of us that have grown up in hard households or households where there was struggle, we thrive off of that. And that's where that thought came from. I suddenly realised the reason she's not pushing herself as much as she can is because firstly, she doesn't enjoy that part. And she has a business, by the way, because most of my clients have businesses on the side or they have what they call side hustles because they don't like saying the word business. But most of my clients have businesses as well as nine to fives. She doesn't feel, there's no urgency. She has a job. There's no urgency for her to get a job because she has a job. Her bills are currently paid. She doesn't like her job, but there's no urgency. But that's the best time to look when there is no urgency is the best time because you can take your time. You can apply to jobs that you actually really like the look of and the sound of. You can go for interviews. There is no rush. But if you lose your job tomorrow or your boss gets any worse than he already is, now you're in desperate energy and now you're going to jump and take any old crappy job. You're not going to care as much about doubling your salary because that's one of the goals we're working on. You're not going to care about that. You're going to take whatever you can because you've put pressure on yourself. And actually that pressure feels comfortable because it's what you're used to. Like I said, if you grew up in a place where stuff was hard, you are used to pressure. You are used to the struggle life. So when, if there's no pressure on you and things feel too, like I've got too many options. I don't have to apply for jobs today, just like me. I don't have to record a podcast this week. I've got too many options. Take away one of those options and suddenly you can push yourself. Therefore, you not wanting to take action is a limiting belief. You avoiding something is a limiting belief get your ass up and go. I know I'm talking to someone right now, whoever that is, who you've been doing the journaling, you've done all the things, but you are still frustrated because you are not getting the results. Look at your actions. Is the mindset work you're doing really working? Or is it just helping you to cement another limiting belief where you avoid the work that needs to be done? I'm not even going to call it hard work because it's not even hard work. You're just avoiding the steps that you need to take to get to the things that you want. So is the mindset work working? Or are you mindsetting yourself today? It feels good. It feels great, to be honest. I love doing mindset work. It feels amazing. It feels great in my body. I feel chilled. I feel relaxed after I do some mindset work. But if that doesn't help get me to the next level, it's not for me. Something's wrong. There's a disconnect. And is the disconnect that you're so used to struggle. You're so used to pressure that when things are actually easy and you're actually in a position where I've got a job, it's paying my bills. This is the ideal time. Because if I don't enjoy what I do, if my boss is not the greatest, if the money is shit, And I'm trying to make a living, a real living that helps me build a life I want. Why wouldn't I start now? Why would I wait till I'm desperate for a job when right now is the time? So, yeah, (laughs) that was it, guys. I just wanted to talk about the mindset. The mindset is the foundation, it is the key, it is everything. But you can overdo that shit. It can be overkill. Use the mindset work to help you take action. And when it's not time to take action, go live your life, go do something fun, go enjoy. You cannot mindset yourself to death and you cannot strategy yourself to death. You can't only focus on your goals and only work on them every single day. No. What? Life is short. Go and live, go and enjoy your people, enjoy your family, enjoy your kids, have some fun. Because I guarantee when you go and do that, you're going to get a little reset and that's going to help you to achieve your goals. Rest is a part of your strategy and should be. Fun times with people you love should be a part of your strategy. Going out on dates, eating good should be a part of your strategy. Your strategy is about taking action. If I go out to eat good food, that is an action. I want to be very clear when I say take action, it doesn't only mean taking action towards your goals. It means every type of action, the actions that make us feel amazing, the actions that we don't enjoy so much because they're a little bit uncomfortable. But don't ever confuse uncomfortable with unaligned Oh, if I need to say that again, do not confuse uncomfortable with unaligned. I'm in management. I love it. But some of the paperwork gets on my nerves. The paperwork makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that management is unaligned to me. I'm a great manager. I'm a great team leader. It is aligned, fully aligned, but I'm uncomfortable with parts of it. Uncomfortable just means I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. If you do not enjoy writing a CV, it's because you're uncomfortable, not because it's not aligned. It's also because it's not necessarily your gift. If you really hate it, get someone to help you. But don't avoid it and then be frustrated that you haven't booked an interview. Then be frustrated that you're still in a job that's not paying you a good salary. Remember, if mindset work is creating a situation where you fully avoid the steps that are going to help get you closer to your goal, you need to look at what limiting belief that mindset has now created. Is your new belief, unless I do mindset work, I'm not going to be able to take action? Because that is a limiting belief in itself. You've created a new belief. Whatever you believe is real. And that is literally going to be the title of my next podcast episode. Whatever you believe is real. Today's been fun, guys. Tune into the next episode because yeah, it's going to link to this so nicely. I'm going to talk about belief and how you strengthen your belief and how even when you do mindset work, all you're doing is creating a new belief. You never remove everything that's in you, but we do create new beliefs, better beliefs that help us take our life to the next step. Thanks for listening. If you ever need support in your career, if you ever need support with your confidence, if you ever need support with your mindset, you know your girl's here. Create your own lane. Doors are open. I'm taking new clients. If you want some one-on-one coaching, if you want to know if coaching is even for you, book a call with me. Head over to my website atenrich.com or head over to my Instagram and literally just book a call with me. Let's have a chat. Let's see if working together is a good thing. At the very least, you're going to leave that conversation with some tools and some things that you're going to be able to start using immediately to get your career to wherever it is you want to be, to get your money to wherever it is you want to be. I don't call it create your own lane for no reason. I'm going to help you create your own lane and get the results that you want. Peace. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram, and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.